Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde and Chris Fuller. And on today's episode of Real Talk Christian, we're asking the question, do our works follow us after death? Does it matter how we live our lives in the right here and right now, or is the only thing that matters that we go to heaven when we die? Fuller, you ready to find out? Let's go. Let's go. Mark, what's up, my dude? What's up? Take two. Take two of Mark <laughs> trying to do an intro again because you've been rocking the new intro, my I, dude. I, I, just a little bit. You were like, I want a break. And I'm like, all right, I'll do it. And then you're like, all right, I don't want to do it anymore. I, I, I want to do it now. And I'm like, okay, go for it. And you're like, <laughs> I said, real talk. You're like, I couldn't even say Christian. I couldn't even say the word Christian. You're like, we're just going to start this one again. And try again. So take two. And it's not as simple as just like, oops, start, stop. We got to get into YouTube and things, re-reload everything. So may you forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. All right, I forgive you, but there's three Hail Marys and four Our Fathers you got to say. Well, oops. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even know the Hail Mary. I don't either. I don't either. I know. The, I like the rosary idea. Hail Mary, full of grace. The something. only Hail Mary I know is football, homie. That's the only <laughs> like, Hail Mary. Touchdown Jesus. I, I know that one. <laughs> I know Touchdown Jesus. In fact, you knew Touchdown Jesus was the library at the University of Notre Dame, I right? I know fu- that, yeah. A lot of people are like, man, why does Notre Dame just got a big old statue of Jesus? Because they got money? No, it's the library. Yeah. It's a library. That just happens to be Jesus. There was a mural on the outside, and it looks like he's doing a touchdown, even though he's not. So, you know, people now, if they've listened to us for a while, they know we're here in South Bend, the home of the University of Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish, which all of Beth's kids all know. What I'm like, what do we say? And they go, go Irish. And even Lucy, now you got to teach him the song. Lucy will furl her brow and do the little like Irishman, like little fist. You've got to teach him the cheer for old Notre Dame. I don't even know the fight song. I just know the sound. Cheer, cheer for old Notre Dame. Wake up the echoes and cheering her name. Send the volleys. What is it? Send the volleys. Something on high. Shake down the thunder from the sky. Yeah, I'd have to go back and look at it again. Holy crap. That just happened, dude. I didn't even know. You are a big Notre Dame fan, I, though. I do like Notre Dame. <laughs> you know, I'm so happy. Elliot the other day asked me, he goes, Daddy, when Notre Dame football come back on? And I'm like, about time you asked. Because well, let he, me tell you never, hey, he never watched. Right now, we're though, we're in baseball season. Notre Dame baseball. You ever listen to Notre Dame baseball? Oh. I, well, they're good. I mean, I, I used to follow them with Jeff Samarja. 103.1. You can listen to... Uh, Oh, 103.9 is the bear. But yeah. Notre Dame baseball. baseball is on 103.1 sometimes. Lacrosse is going right now. It is going, yeah. Got lacrosse yep. going. Soccer's all done. Soccer's but all done. But I'm just waiting for football, man. I can't wait. So you got football and then you got hockey. I love Notre Dame hockey. You, me, Janiel, and Beth need to go to a Notre Dame hockey game. <sighs> I'm down. Let's because go. I've never been to Notre Dame hockey. What? I know. What? And now they're not $2 a tickets anymore. They're like 10 15 20 bucks. That's all right. They're we'll worth, go. We'll go. We'll, we'll we'll dump the kids. Brother, we'll take the big old van and a, we'll go. <laughs> ta- let's take a regular size vehicle. A regular size, like the minivan. <laughs> we'll we'll grab our van. <laughs> Either way, welcome back, RTC welcome. family, to our Notre Dame conversation. I guess, and 
Suppose so. I mean, all all things we always hilarious. Out what we're gonna talk we always about, talk about I mean. the banter, you know. But this is our second episode of the night. Yeah, let's. let's We've let's had our the, coffee. Let's cut the banter down a little bit because last time it was seventeen or eighteen minutes yeah. of banter. Now, Sorry. some people got scared and were texting me because apparently. For some reason, iTunes listed the Virgin Mary episode as three and a half hours long. I saw that. I was like, holy cow. Like, Joe texted me. He's like, dude, what the heck is going on? Which, Hi, three, Joe. Three and a half hours. Goes, I'm not, and then I had another buddy, Will, and Devin, they're like, dude, what are you doing to the podcast? You're going for three. I'm like, it, just click it. It will fix itself. <laughs> Spotify was fine. Google's fine. And not, oh, by the way, we got a stink bug in our light. So if, I, if you see I it crawling saw, around, that's yeah. really funny. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so so no, we're not going three and a half hours no. on this episode. But no. Nor did can, we do that. You the, can always tell bear. which episode, though, is our first episode versus our second. Because second, we're like, let's just get into it. First one, we're like, we got to get back into this. We got to talk. We got to chat. But, I mean, 17 minutes is pretty excessive even for yeah. us. But I we talked about Oreos, so I have no regrets. We did. Yeah. I have no regrets. No regrets. It was no regrets. No regrets. No regrets. All right. Talk well, about Dunkin' Oreos. Let's uh, let's dive into the question in the box. Oh, do you got it this week? Question oh, in the box. This is one of, so Fuller's bringing question in a box. I'm going to bring it this time. I'm okay. going to bring it, and away. it's going to be something that you might get slapped for by your mom. Oh, go for it. I'm gonna I have to put stories on for Elliot in his bedroom right now because okay. he's going to bed. Well, so I'm gonna listen while I put on Elliot's he listens to Disney stories. But you but you to have bed. to answer the question, so you gotta listen intently. I am listen I'll have to do is press play. So keep because it. you're going to this is gonna knock your socks off. All right. I Not am really. Okay. Right. He's so, listening to Lightning McQueen right now. Oh, so So what is something that your parents believe that you do not? Oh, I told you I was going to knock your socks off. That Make tattoos are very bad. Your parents believe tattoos are very bad? Oh, yeah. So what did your mom say when you got your tattoo? I told her a story. And she was like, my, my mom is amazing because she's one where she she taught us to think for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So because I asked her because we grew up like she came out of the most conservative Baptist movement ever. Like really? She came out of Hiles Anderson and my dad did. It too. doesn't seem like she's that tight because she's so my dad apparently was a big time thinker. Like the, the if, if you're not familiar with the the independent fundamental world, the 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 basic tenets is soul winning, Bible thumping, hell preaching, pew um, jumping, pew <laughs> jumping. Normally they're overweight too, uh, so don't jump on a pew. Uh, but the biggest ones were also the KJV only. Like oh, yeah. this, like KJV is the inspired scripture. Music. And dress. Those were the three things they always harped on was music, dress, and the KJV. Yep. And my mom, my apparently my sister wore a skirt until she was in third grade. I never, never wore pants or anything like that. But I asked mom, I'm like, mom, you didn't raise us like this, but we went to conservative high school. Um, I didn't go to conservative college. The other kids did for a little bit. Uh, my sister graduated from one. And I was like, mom, you didn't teach us this. Like, you were okay that I listened to modern, contemporary Christian. I played bass in bands. Like, I'm like, mom, mm-hmm. you were okay. She goes, yeah, I taught you how to think. I didn't taught you how to act. I'm like, well, dang, mama, okay. But so when she found out about my, t- well, my tattoo is different because my brother got ones based off video games. My sister got one based off of her book. I got one based off Jesus. So, <laughs> so she appreciated mine more because of that. But she's also like, you're an idiot. That's gonna be on you the rest of your life. And I'm like, I know, right? She's like, when so, you, when you get old, it's gonna be looking horrible. <laughs> so, so I would say I grew up thinking. Um, yeah, it, I think some of the Christian liberties, like alcohol and mm. tattoos, those are something different I, I differ on than my mom. My dad, I don't Interesting. know. He did, so I don't know what he thinks right now. He's with Jesus, so he's cool. So. What about you? Wow, that's a downer. <laughs> Why is it? He's with Jesus. My dad's dead. He's with Jesus. He's with so Jesus. what about you? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I goodness. The fifth. Yeah, no. Um, 
But it's been a but let's be honest. People don't know. My dad he passed away twenty years ago yeah. and he's living with episode, Jesus. Episode so cool. one. Episode oh yeah. Episode one. Dang. Go back and listen to that quality. We're almost at episode a hundred. <laughs> Go back to episode <laughs> episode one. one. <laughs> with the bad quality audio. But what about you, my dude? So, so seriously though, what's something you disagree with your parents on? Because you guys are basically the exact same. It's people. weird, okay? So I'm gonna say something. And my parents used to believe this way and then now they no longer believe this way but i believe the way that they <laughs> okay it's weird I'm, I'm confused so i do not me and my family do not celebrate halloween as we have talked about previously yeah we've had two ha- different halloween episodes. halloween episodes yeah yeah so uh my parents i grew up i grew up part of my life doing halloween and then part of my life not doing halloween um, and my dad was very staunch on no Halloween and these are the reasons why and yada, yada, yada. And now my dad's like, oh, we're going to dress up. I'm going to dress up as the Incredible Hawk and go with the grandkids and go knock on doors. Grandparents and, changes them, man. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, that's not the way you raised me and that's not the way I believe. So we differ now. We used to believe the same, but now we differ on Halloween, our stance on Halloween. But but do you still go to Fazoli's every Halloween? Is that still uh, a tradition? Well, we, COVID obviously We didn't. Be, yeah, COVID this last year, so we didn't. Um, but before that we were, and that's a, that's a tradition that came from Janiel's family. Actually, they were, oh, they were think, the, I thought that was your side. No, oh, that was, bad. uh, Janiel, Janiel was the, uh, they, their family used to always go to Fazoli's for, for Halloween to get out of the house. That way you don't have to answer the door for people. And it's empty. I'm sure. Oh, right? Yeah, no problem. But it, I mean, it's Fazoli's like the spaghetti and breadsticks. Yo, like, the tour the of Italy though is what's up at Fazoli's. Yeah, it's pretty good. But yeah, Fazoli's. No, 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 no. Sorry, that was Olive Garden. It's the classic sampler at Fazoli's. Is that what it's classic? Called? I thought it sampler. was the tour of. That's Olive Garden because I just got it. Oh, it's well, really good. Whatever. It's really good. Anyways, yeah, but Fazoli's. That's that's what our, the tradition is now. Janiel told me about that, and I'm like. Bang. That sounds great. You know, so Beth and I both do Halloween, but I'm really nervous about it this year. Mm. Not because of the amount of kids, but the amount of candy that will enter in my house. After Easter, just church. Not my mom's. Dude. Not, not We didn't go to any community things. We brought home 12 and a half pounds of I've candy. Got, 12 and a I've half got, pounds. We had three. And most was not chocolate. We had three mm. one-gallon like bag, like freezer yeah, bags yeah, full yeah. of candy just from Easter. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. And you had two, well, I mean, technically three. three kids, but like three. two and a half who were going and fetching it. No, so we had Shanna Axelberg like putting all the eggs towards Shiloh. Like, here you go. And it's like, I don't want it. Did you, by the way, did you see when we walked into the church tonight, I dropped off like a bag of eggs out on the front desk that have, we've had since <laughs> I've been meaning to bring back. For months. Since, yeah, so... I'm but horrible. that's interesting. So, so your parents are they rock grandparent life Halloween? They they do now, mm. which I find very strange. That's really for, fascinating for reasons that we've talked about in previous Halloween episodes. So the the first Halloween episode we did, we had Soche with us because we all had three different views, and that was a you bonus were, episode. You were all for it. I yep. was all against it. And Soche was like redeeming. I'm real about redeeming it. And Soche yep. was in the middle. Soche was in the middle. Good old Soche. Yeah. Anyways, what what episode was that? It's a remember? bonus episode. It wasn't even was a number. It? Oh man. So here, let me let me go back. So oh, so you you just chat to the people. Okay. I did put so, it in that it will be in the show notes, so, so they can click the link and they can go back and find the Halloween episode. By the way, let's talk about the show notes here. So the show you you find it, and this yeah, is gonna that be good. this is gonna be my talk here. So you, the show notes are real it. easy. When you click on the episode and you're listening, because we've had people asking, hey, where are these show notes that you guys always talk about? So when you click on the sh- the, the the episode you're listening to right now right now it's do our works follow us after death and we're already at 12 minutes which we said we we're going to keep it short and we have it we love you so 
you there's a little arrow that points down like you start reading the description of the, what's what Mark and Fuller talk about in the episode and there's a little arrow you click that arrow it expands and that's our show notes so anything we mention uh, like hey we're gonna put this in here as long as it's not forgotten it's in that little area right there but we always have our, like our our standards like we mentioned um, the dwell app and we mentioned uh, what, what's got the, questions that org is yeah. another one. Yeah, and then Crossform Kids is another one um, that we always mention. So every episode. So we have some very basic ones, yeah. and so yeah, the easiest way like I'm doing it right now because I was going through I, I iTunes and Spotify were a little weird, so I'm going to the 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 I'm I'm going to our personal website right, right. now. I'm scrolling to um, that button disappeared. I'm gonna click listen. Most recent episodes. Here's our top most six one. Which by the way, the cancel culture one, my dude, has been exploding. Has it? Yeah. It's so funny because view I, all, okay, I just clicked view all episodes. So I'm going to all the episodes. I'm scrolling down the list and you got to swipe down because it's such an extensive That's the very, list very bottom. We're getting as big as desiring. Oh, God. oh the really. first one was not a bonus. It was a true episode. That's was why it? I couldn't find it. Episode uh, 14. This was the one, right? So we did uh ready for this one. We did uh, parenting digital age with Justin Herman right. and, I, and you weren't able to join me for that one because Shiloh was being born. Yep. And then uh, Christian and Game of Thrones was next. Oh, I forgot about that one. Youth sports versus the church. Oh, Dang, we man. had some good content this, back in the day. This is some old school 14 stuff. 14 episode was the Halloween episode. Okay. And then 15, 16, and 17 were the three-part trilogy of Paul, Paul Lindgren, Lindgren stories. Right. Yep. So, dude, we had, like, so Halloween is, like, just buried, nestled in some good quality content, man. So episode okay. 14 so go back and check it out. Go back you and listen to it. You want to know what I believe and why I believe. Anyways, um, so yeah, yeah so that's where we're at. But uh, Coffee time. Coffee time. We are still drinking, like ep- last episode, the Haitian blue pine that I roasted, light roast. And, and if people didn't know this, if they're new, you do roast your own coffee. I, I do. And I just informed you tonight of, uh, of uh, the, the cupping method. Doing Never cuppings. heard of cupping to learn what, what the notes are. So yeah. if you don't know what cupping is, reach out to us and I will explain it to you. Yep. Oh, look at so, that. But yep, so we drink coffee every so, episode, yeah. but I'm drinking coffee out of a special mug tonight, my you friend. You are. So tonight we're talking about, this will be this, our segue in. This has been this has been featured on the podcast before. Multiple times. Typically before we got the RTC mugs, which if you want one, go ahead and reach out to us and we can get that got you. you. It's not on the store. It's not, not in the store. store. It's special edition. But uh, I used to drink out of the... Because it's the beauty, biggest one in my the, house. The beauty here. So we're asking the question of, do our works follow us after death? Because, you know, we're going to talk about why, because we're called to good works. So I brought the mug that says, in quotes, you can see it on YouTube. It says, I saw that, signed God. Yeah. <laughs> so one of my teenagers got this for me for a Christmas I present once upon a time. You. God sees everything. So does God see our good works? Will he judge us for us at the end? Let's dive in and find out. We'll find out. So, yeah, I don't yeah. even know how we're going to So, last I mean, episode, you had to call me down because you were doing a build. You were building to somewhere. Right. Then we were going to talk. I want to talk. I want to talk. And you're like, no, I got to build, Mark. This episode is no building. It's I just have jump in. I have resources. I have a lot of scripture. I have questions that we're going to ask. There's no flow. There's no flow. But I'll start with this, though. All right. So, um, I, I love our pastor to death, Pastor Scott. He he is all about loving the snot out of people. He's the definition of don't let your right hand let know what your left hand is mm-hmm. doing when serving and giving, and mm-hmm. he's the kindest man I've ever met. Like, asking stories about what he's done for people, he won't, he will, I, I have to ask Laura some of these stories because he won't tell me. Right. Man loves Jesus, and he loves people. But the biggest thing that he pushes really hard right now, especially with Southside, is one life at a time, sharing your faith, because at the end of the day, this is an old saying that he didn't come up with, but he's, uh, but 
it's been being beaten in my head, which is good because we need this reminder, is there's only two things that will stand the test of time, the word of God and the souls of men. Mm-hmm. So when all things fail, the only things that will stand is the word of God, which is an interesting plan work because Jesus is the word. So Jesus is the only one that will stand, but it's also his words that the word said. So it's just God, you know, just say God. So, so God will stand <laughs> God and the souls of people because we were created to be eternal beings. We are. We were created to be eternally created or eternally in fellowship with the Father, right? With the Trinity, with the Godhead, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the way Adam and Eve was. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole picture of redemption is the fact of Jesus coming back to redeem creation, to, to you know, soon we'll make all things new so that we can be at one shalom, peace with God again, and, and walked with him just like he walked in the garden with Adam and Eve. Right. We're obviously not there yet. It's, it's bringing, the world's broken. It's bringing back to perfection. We're, that's what God's doing. He's bringing back He's restoring to, it. Right, He's restoring exactly. and making all things new. But, you know, with this whole thought, I was thinking about it one day where it's like, you know, because Pastor Scott said at the end of the day, the only thing that, the only thing that matters is, e- is eternity. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, but does it? Mm. But does it, though? You know, because in the Bible, we do see in the Great Commission where, now this is where the idea comes from. In the Great Commission, we talked about this a lot last episode, is go out into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, every person, every every man, woman, child, person. Baptize, or uh, teaching them everything. No, no, no. Uh, Go out and make disciples of all creatures. Baptize the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And teaching them all I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you till the end of the age. Right. So basically, we were sent into the world. And... You know, basically, since I was a kid, I was always told that you're either a fish or you're a fisherman. That's it. So either you're trying to be, you know, what what, uh, what Jesus told Peter, I'll make you a fisher of men. Right. You're either trying to pull people out from hell or you're the one who's you don't realize you're in hell or on that path. But there's people trying to pull you out like there's only one thing or the other. But what I've always struggled with, though, is there's so many Bible passages that talk about our works. Right. And stewarding what we've been given and all these different things. So tonight, dude, I just want to talk and be Let's, like, do our works travel with us into the afterlife when we die? Do our works matter? Is there things that are there? And I just realized as I'm processing this out loud that I did miss some verses and some really good content out there that I missed. I'm but pulling, we'll, up, I'm we'll pulling up. up. I'm pulling up one. <laughs> so, so I do want to say this before we even get started. All right. right. So yep. our works do not change our standing before God. Because at the end of the day, we can only stand before a holy God by accepting what Jesus did on the cross for us and paid the penalty for our sin. We put on his righteousness, and we can only come to the Father through Jesus. You so, know? Right. And so I want to start off. We've kind of started. You started it, but I want to start off what I'm going to say. Yeah, springboard it, my friend. And we'll, and we'll play the conversation back yeah. and forth. Well, basically, where this question comes from. Okay. Will our works follow us? Yeah. So Revelation 20. Yes, yes. I was like, I was looking for it in here. I'm like, you didn't put I didn't it in the put show. It in there. I, kept, I wanted to keep that in my back pocket. Well, I'm pulling it out. Dang it. I was hoping to pull it out. When so you we're going to read Revelation 20, 11 through 15. And this is the ESV, by yep, the way. Okay. So here we go. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. From his presence, from his present earth and sky fled away, and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne. The books were open. Then another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged by what was written in the books, according to what they had done. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it. Death and Hades gave up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one of them, according to what they had done. 
Then, then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. So this is basically where this, in, in my mind, this is what I was thinking when you first when, I, when the, I first brought it up. When you first brought this thing up, I'm like thinking revelation. Because I was texting you in, <laughs> right. in the middle of church last week. Yeah, I was at work. <laughs> I was at work. Sorry, but uh, so right, right there in Revelation 20, clearly, and and you know we can go back and forth about um, apocalyptic literature and and the, what it means and is it literal? Is it um, you know is it uh, parabolical? Um, what does all that mean? Rather than focusing on that, I want to just focus on some of the words of, mm-hmm. hey, you're going to be judged about what... Everyone will stand before God. Because right. even in Philippians too, you know, right. exactly. everyone has to stand before God. And there's a there's some sort of judging that takes place. And, and, and uh, you know, that verse specifically is for the unbelievers. Correct, for, correct. Well, yeah, because he's looking for whose name was written in the book of life. That was the... Right. He had books. And if anyone... In, in the Bible, he, with the yeah, book. if anyone was perfect, yeah, of course, they. I mean, Jesus was the perfect one. Right. But, you know, but with, with going into it, you know, we can only stand before God. Right. Not by our own righteousness, but by Jesus's righteousness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked about this in the last verse, but Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, for by grace you're saved through faith. It's You didn't do anything. It's not your work. So why? So no one will boast. Right. Um, it's interesting, the verse right after that, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, another verse, uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 21 says, for he made him who knew no sin, Jesus, to be sin for us, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Acts 16, 30 through 31, the, the Philippian jailer, right. serves up to... Paul and Silas, yeah. Right. What must I do to be saved? So they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you'll be saved, you and your household. Acts 4.12, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Like that King Jimmy? That was from King Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, John 5.24, truly, truly, I, Jesus, say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me, the Father, he has eternal life. Mm-hmm. He does not come into judgment but has passed from death to life. So when you look at these few passages, and in that last verse, even though it says believes, you know, he who, you know, oh, well, he does not come into judgment. That's male or female. It's just, that's the way the, the Bible took it. But with those five verses, salvation does not lie in us. Right. So at the end of the day, you can't work your butt off to get to heaven. And this is the big difference between Christian rabbit trail between Christianity and all these other religions is mm-hmm. all the other religions. It's like a mountaintop, you know, God's up at the mountain. It's all about what you, you got to get. You got to get up that mountain close as you can and just pray. Okay. I got close enough for, for me to get plucked up or, you know, even the old Catholic belief, you got to go to purgatory to make sure you get all the rest of your sins burnt off so you can walk into heaven. Holy. Yeah. You got to pay for the rest of your sins. Yeah. But what's Christianity is paradise. it's God came to us. He came and he took up residence with us. Right. And that's why the, he actually pitched his tent. Transubstantiation. He, he moved into our neighborhood. Right. Like, he is here with, like he, Jesus came to us yep. to, to make the way for us. So we're not saying that works is what saves us, but the question is, is do our works go on? Mm. It does something happen with our works on the back end. So let's dig into some of the scripture. Yeah. What, what does scripture say about works, Mark? Um, A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much brought the whole dang Bible with me. That's so, all right. We like Bible. So here you go. So here you go, Soche. Oh, wait, let's go. Let's go. You don't listen anymore, So Soche. Ephesians 2, bro, your face is like getting out of frame, bro. What oh, is you doing? Bad. Get I, back in here I for was, the YouTube family. YouTube almost was, lost follower. You were chilling. I was chilling. Listen, You were doing good. I like so this. So Ephesians 2, 8, 9, for right. by grace you're saved through faith, which is funny because the verse right after that says, 
you know, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. Mm-hmm. So we're saved by grace, but we're created to flip around and we're created for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in mm-hmm. them. So God did stuff to line us up to do certain things to do good. You mean good he works. predestined us to do good works? Yep. And then you can have fun inside the playground. Have fun with that one. Um, oh, I'm having fun. That's, that's God's will. So uh, James 2, 14 <laughs> through 26, I won't read the whole thing, but at the end of the day, the whole passage here is the fact of... Read the whole dang thing. You mean read the whole thing? Just, just go Okay. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but doesn't have works? Can such faith save him? If a brother or sister is without clothes and lacks daily food, and one of you says to him, go in peace, stay warm, and be well fed, but you don't give him what the body needs, what good is it? That's a good thing to talk about with our works carrying on or not in the same way faith if it does not have works is dead by itself but some will say you have faith and i have works show me your faith without works and i'll show you my faith by my works Mm -hmm. you believe that god is one that's good guess what even the demons believe and they shudder senseless person are you willing to learn that faith without works is useless useless Wasn't Abraham, our father, justified by works by offering Isaac, his son, on the altar? You see that faith was active together with his works, and by works, faith was made complete. And the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. In the same way, wasn't even Rahab the prostitute also justified by works and receiving the messengers and sending them out into a different route? Which is interesting that she... Is called righteous for lying to to save them. That's that's a fun conversation. Mm-hmm. For just as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. So you can't have faith and have no works to back it up. You know, I, I think of the the people who e- easy believism. We don't talk about easy believism in a while. Where mm-hmm. the fact of just like you know, the, you view God as the old man upstairs with the rocking chair or, or the genie where you, you need a little love, you rub him up, hear some wishes. You know, God, I, I'm, I, I didn't study for my test, but I really need that A, so you can do me a solid. Lord, I'll read my Bible tonight if you do me a solid, God. Like, right. you know, that's what uh, so many people think of God, and it's not the fact that that's not what Christianity is all about. Christianity is about is you say you have faith, Baptism is the sign of that step towards obedience, but right. you're supposed to be following obedience the rest of your life. It's that sanctification process. <laughs> so right here, you know, this answers the question of, okay, so what should we be doing? Well, we're set aside for good works that God's planned for us. We have to have works to show that our faith isn't dead, which someone might say, okay, cool, yeah, yeah. So we're supposed to back up what we say, what we do, put your money on your mouth, that's cool, but does that carry on? Mm-hmm. That's the question. Mm. I got a verse for you. Ready for this? Ready. Romans 2, 1 through 8. Therefore, every one of you who judges is without excuse. For when you judge one another, you condemn yourself, since you judge and do the same thing. Now we know that God's judgment on those who do such things is based on truth. Do you think anyone who judges those who do such things yet will do the same, that you will escape God's own judgment? Or do you despise the riches of his kindness, restraint, in patience, not recognizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? Because of your hardened and unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day, uh, or storing up for yourself for the day of wrath when God's judgment is revealed. And this is this is the main verse. He will repay each one according to his works. And, Eter- and again, this is talking about in the day of wrath. Yep, at God's the very end. Eternal life to those who persisted in doing good 
Seek honor, glory, and immortality. And wrath and anger to those who are self-seeking and disobey the truth while obeying unrighteousness. And this is talking to the people in the church that were at right. Rome. Right. And right there it says, God will pay repay each one according to his works, eternal life uh, by those who persist in doing good. Mm-hmm. So right here, is that is is that saying that our works do go with us as we die? Like, do we have to like do everything we do on earth actually matters, or does this just our soul ending up in heaven is that's all that matters in life? Um, I don't want to give my thoughts yet. I want to read some more scriptures. Okay, here. I'll keep I've reading. Got my, I've got my thoughts, but let's get through. We're doing scriptures. a lot of scripture, guys. Micah six eight. This is my favorite verse. Um, he has told you, oh man, what is good and what the Lord requires of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and walk humbly with your God. This is the prophet Micah told the people of Israel. Or the other one is seek justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. The old uh, Casting Crown song. Uh, Hebrews 13, 1 through 5. Let brotherly love continue. Don't neglect to show hospitality. For by doing, uh, by, by doing this, some have welcomed angels as guests without knowing it. Remember those in prison as, those, uh, as though you were in prison with them. And the mistreated, as though you yourself were suffering bodily, marriage is to be honored by all, and the marriage bed kept undefiled, because God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterers. Keep your life free from the love of money. Be satisfied with what you have, for he himself said, I will never leave you or abandon you. And then the last one I got for the fact of what the Bible talks about works is probably my favorite passage. It's my favorite parable. We talk talk about this one a lot, Mm -hmm. the parable of the talents. Basically, at the end of the day, you know, the... uh, a man, you know, he went on a journey, gave his servants a bunch of money, and he gave each one a certain amount of talents, money. And basically, he comes back and says, what did you do with what I gave you? And this one right. was like, well, you gave me 10, and I doubled it. You gave me five, and I doubled it. You gave me two, and I doubled it. The guy with the one was like, I was so scared of losing it. I didn't I do it. nothing. I, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> I buried it. Right. And he said, you foolish, wicked servant. He cast him out, took his money, gave it to the rich man, and he cast him out from his midst. And at the very end, Jesus says, uh, for to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have more than enough. But from the one who does not have, even what he has will be given or will be taken away. And throw this good for nothing servant into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason why I love this is the fact of, you know, God gives us all, we, we joke like talents, but that was money. But the fact of, you know, you fuller have certain gifts that I don't have. Mm-hmm. So why would, it, it, same with like Billy, like uh, uh, let's go with Billy Graham, for example, right? A man was given a talent to preach. I can't be judged on the same standard as Billy Graham because the man was given 10 talents. However, I have a lot of kids. Someone might not have kids. So God gives us certain things and goes, what did you do with what I gave you? Mm-hmm. Did you steward it well? Did right. you manage it well? Did you did you grow it for the kingdom? Or did you were you so scared that you just hid it away and did nothing and just waited for me to come back and say, look, it's not dead. Right. <laughs> you know? so, so we've talked about a lot of these scriptures that you've read have talked about things here on earth, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and, I, and I get, you know, the talents we're talking about more future things and how we'll be judged. And we've gone through a couple of those scriptures of how, what we do here on earth is, you know, we'll be repaid in the uh, day of the wrath of God. Um, but, but what about... Um, those good things like do we like you know Catholics and um, Mormons and, and some other people uh, other groups believe that if they do good works 
that's what gives like pay them, penance. Or yeah, that's other what things. gives them the good things in heaven. Homes, they yeah. get they get the bigger mansion or whatever. What 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 do you say to that? Well, the Bible does say that we will each be will each be getting crowns for we do the crown of righteousness, the crown of this. We will be ruling over angels and cities, and to he who does more for the kingdom will get blessed more on the back end. But so it also truth it also that. says as we receive more crowns, we'll cast them crowns before the. The feet of Christ. Right. So it's not like we're keeping them. No. And, you know, Jonathan Edwards, uh, the sinners in the hand of angry God guy, he right. preached a sermon on Romans 2 specifically, mm-hmm. and he's like, there there will be people who are given more things in heaven. However, we will all be made satisfied and complete. So it doesn't even matter. Right. The fact of, because at the end of the day, our soul with God is what matters. So, you know, you might be ruling over like a couple provinces. And, and this I know gets minutiae. It's minutiae. But you might have, or you might have a bigger mansion than me. I don't know. I'm just throwing. Honestly, I'm, I'm blowing smoke right now. I don't know what it's gonna. We don't know mm-hmm. what it's gonna be like when mm-hmm. we get there. We don't know. Right. But you may be given a bigger reward because you did more of what God gave you than I did. We're still in heaven, but our our joy's made complete. Our hope is satisfied, and we're with God the Father the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So, does our works matter? Is is it just the word of God and the souls of men that go on into eternity, or do our works actually go on? I I think it's a yes and no. I think it all depends on where your heart's at with it. Okay. Like if your heart is only to do things for God on this earth to receive things in heaven, mm-hmm. it's the wrong attitude. You look at Christ's ministry and he always dealt with the things of the heart. Um, he did not deal with the material things. Although he says, like uh, you got Matthew six nineteen through 20, don't store up your... Up for yourself treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves don't break in and steal. Mm -hmm. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be be also. also. But I don't think that that verse is necessarily focusing on the things. Mm -hmm. I think it's telling you to focus on heaven. Like, focus on the good. The why behind the what, maybe? Uh, Not so much the things. Uh, I'm trying to think of how to put this. Don't focus so much on what you're going to be getting, but why you're doing what you're doing. Okay. So if I'm focusing on the kingdom rather than the things of the kingdom, like if I'm focusing on I want my treasures, I want my money to be up in heaven, I'm focusing on the wrong thing. If I'm focusing on, hey, I want to be in heaven, hey, I want to make sure my brothers and sisters are in heaven, Mm -hmm. that's the thing you should be focusing on. I don't think it's material things. Okay. So going back into the scriptures then, you know, in Micah, we see, you uh, you know, seek justice, do justice, mm-hmm. love, love mercy, walk humbly with your God. Uh, you also see in Hebrews 13 where it says, don't neglect to show hospitality. Remember those in prison, those who are being mistreated, be with them as if you were being mistreated as well. I mean, it also, I think interesting how marriage is swung into that really, really fast right. too. If it's like, Oh yeah, those people out there are being persecuted, but also make sure you take care of yourself at home too. And, 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 don't defile that. Um, and you even see take care of true religion is taking care of widows and orphans in their distress. Don't play favorites with anyone because God doesn't play favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, you see the one where it's like, hey, if a, if, a, if a guy asks you for your cloak, give it to him. Like, go the second mile. Like, you see Jesus teaching these radical actions but, and things. But the main thing that the apostles taught, right, was that we are to mimic Christ. Mm-hmm. And so Christ was about showing people, hey, you're no better than him and he's no better than you and you're all equal. It's not about the things. It's about love. Mm -hmm. It's about the love for each other. And that's, I think, 
where people, you know, I hear it all the time. In fact, one of my, um, one of my favorite, um, creationist teachers, uh, Kent Hovind, uh, he's always like, well, you know, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm just getting me another crown for up in heaven by, by doing this. And I'm getting me another jewel in my crown. And I'm mm-hmm. just, and to me, it's like, you're doing it. If that's your focus, you're doing it for the wrong reason. You're mm-hmm. doing it. You're, you're, you're almost like a whitewashed tomb, you know, it's, it's almost pharmaceutical. Like I'm doing this because I get this. Right. And that's not what Christ was trying to have us focus on. And we're supposed to be like Christ. And that's not how Christ was. Christ wasn't like, well, I'm going to do good for you and you because you're going to do this and this for me. And I'm going to get this out of it. Right. It was never, that was never what it was about. And I think that that is as, for Christians is what we're supposed to do. So whether, whether or not we carry things into the afterlife, into eternity with us or not, I don't think should be our focus. Mm-hmm. I think we can answer, I think I can answer and say, yes, there are scriptures that back up that there are going to be rewards for, even for Christians, there's things that they're going to be judged on. Hey, this is righteousness accounted unto you. And then there's things that are going to be burned up like hay and stubble mm-hmm. or for Christians. Certain works that are like, okay, that meant nothing, so it's burn up. That meant nothing. And again, so it's it's, it's not your works that get you into heaven because it's what Jesus has worked in. Right. You know, and we're not trying to say the works get you into heaven. No, not at all. And that's what we have to be careful of here. Right. And I really want us to focus on on that point of no, it's our good works do nothing for us. And I think this is where our backgrounds are different, because I come at it from a different angle where I came out of a very conservative world where you had to tell, like, like I, I didn't do this because I didn't grow up in this world because mm-hmm. my parents pulled us out. But I remember apparently my dad had to tell how many doors he knocked on, how many souls he won yeah, for Jesus crazy. and all this. And the fact is the Bible says you don't save anybody. Right. So this is where I've always struggled with as a church. And, I was, and we talked about this with Pastor Matt a little bit, um, Pastor Matt Nichols, mm-hmm. about how to impact the community. And we didn't get quite into it as much as I was hoping. But I was hoping to, to, to figure out, okay, so... Because their church has a lot of humanitarian things. They're doing right. food pantries. They're doing this. They're, they're doing so many cool things for the community to, in order to tell them about Jesus. But where does the the struggle come with us as a church going, we're just going to love the snot out of our community, and whether or not they come to Jesus, that's up to God. We're just right. called to do this. So, But where's the, where's the balance between our well, good works are supposed to be, but at the same time we're not responsible for how people respond to Jesus? Again, it, you know? com- it comes from your heart, right? Mm-hmm. If the heart behind you is, hey, I'm going to go out and do these things for the community because I'm trying to boost my numbers and the count of the people at the church in the pews or the chairs or whatever your church has, right. that's the important. How, what's our number? Where's our number at? How many people do we have? Oh, the, my biggest pet peeve about a church is it comes out in the bulletin. Just oh, number the, boosting? This, this is how many people attended last week, and this is how many te- people attended the week before. That drives me bonkers. Mm-hmm. Because you're focusing on the wrong thing. You're focusing on the number rather than, hey, I'm supposed to be loving the snot out of people. Mm-hmm. That's what I should be focusing on. Look, we're called to plant the seeds, not expect the increase. We should God never brings ex- the increase. We should never expect the increase. God, yeah, exactly. God brings it. We should just go and plant the seeds. We have been given a sack of seeds, and we're told to go out and plant them. And some people got bigger bags of seeds, I guess. And so, but, but but you see Paul, you know, so, uh, what is it, Paul? Like he watered Paul, or or he planted and Apollos watered, watered and, right? Exactly. But you know, the Lord brings it. This is where they were the 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 
people. Oh who yeah, was it? they were was arguing. It there, was it Ephesus? I'm or with Paul. Or? I'm with I'm with Apollos. I'm yeah. with this person. Yeah. And Paul's I, like, I was who saved, cares? I was saved by Apollos. I was saved by Peter. I was saved by Paul. Yeah, that's what like, Paul's like, I'm glad I didn't baptize none of y'all. Yeah, it doesn't matter who did what. All that matters is that you're here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who saved you or who this or who that. And that's what again he was basically saying. You guys are focusing on the wrong thing. You guys are focusing on something that's so stupid. <laughs> so, so here's the question then. Right. So we're supposed to keep the main thing the main thing, but what, in your opinion, is the main thing? From which stance? From the church's stance or for, from... Start with the church and then go to you. So I think from the church's stance, the church should be the hands and feet of Jesus. We should be taking care of the community, not worrying about the number of bodies we get, the number of offerings we get, the number of attendants that we get the the number of people that want to serve, we shouldn't be focused on those things. What we should do is just be doing. Mm-hmm. We should be taking what God gives us and doing what we can with it. For me personally, right? Personal person. Personal person? Personal person? Personal person. Personally okay. here. Okay. Personally thinks. What do, you, what do you personally think about your personal person? My personal. <laughs> Personhood theory. No. But personally, what do you think? Personally. <laughs> What do you think, my boot? But, but really. My boot? My, my boot? boot? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Sorry. What's up, you birds and Canadians? But no, um, what, but seriously, but for you, so so that's church we're supposed to do. So, but so for you as Chris Fuller, for, though. For, for me as Chris Fuller, I'll give you my opinion. Yeah. And this is this is all it is. And this is what I, I take from scripture. Okay. Good things happen, right? Good things happen here on earth, and, and God blesses us. God reigns on the just and the unjust. God blesses whom he chooses to bless and curses those whom he chooses to curse. And we have no say in it, so why worry about it? Why worry about what we're getting in heaven or what we're getting on earth? It doesn't matter. What matters is doing what we have been commanded. It goes back to what we talked about in the last episode, following that commandment, that sanctification process to me, going out and making disciples, baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That is our call Mm -hmm. as a church. That is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to take care of the widows and the orphans. We're supposed to love each other with brotherly love. These are the things that we're supposed to focus on. We're supposed to focus on if our brother has ought against us or we have ought against our brother, we're supposed to go and talk and resolve these things. We're supposed to forgive one another just as Christ has forgiven us. These are the key fundamentals of Christians that should be our focus, Mm -hmm. not what we take to heaven. Not what we have here on earth. I don't care if you got a $10 pair of sneakers or a $10,000 pair of sneakers. I don't care if you've done so many good things that you think you're going to have a, a quadruple mansion up in heaven or if you're going <laughs> to have a little or you're going to have a little shack up in heaven. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter and it, once we get off the focus of things and materialistic stuff and we get on the focus of man there's people that do not know Christ. Mm-hmm. Legitimately have never heard of Christ. And we're not all called to be the soul winners, but what about the support? It, it, it reminds me of the old quote of people uh, won't care how much you know until they know how much you care for them. Right. You know? You know, I, I think of Joe Frerichs, right? Oh, our buddy Joe, episode Joe 40 down at Joe yeah, Frerichs in Peru. is in Peru. Yep. He's a missionary in Peru. And am I called to be a missionary in Peru? No, but at least how not can, right now. How can I support Joe? Well, I can pray for him. I can love on him. I can I can talk yeah, to financially. him. I can, I can be yeah. Some people do financial. I can be there to encourage him. Like these are the things that I can do. I may not be called to that region, but it doesn't mean that I can't serve the person who is called there. But you found yourself at the job you found in the community you live, and right. only and only you can I'm do at. that. Right, exactly. And so that's what it's all about. It's about focusing on where God has you. 
And what are your what are the gifts that you can use for the kingdom? Not self gratification, not self uplifting, but gifts for the body. But gifts for the body to edify, to uplift. That's what it's about. And and that's kind of where Chris Fuller stands with the whole thing. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So, you know. And so going back to you know, if our works don't matter, why will we be judged according to our works? Well, it's because our works do matter because it backs up our faith. It's it's a fruit of the spirit, and that's what it is. Um, should we focus on this fruit of the spirit? Yes and no. We should make sure that there are fruits in our life to make sure we ain't off the beaten path. Right, but you don't need to know all the theology and all the Bible to go love right. someone for Jesus. Right, exactly. You know, it, it, there's always the joke. It's not it's not a joke. That's not right. But the the stories of the best quote unquote evangelists are those who just got saved. Yeah, that are like exciting. I heard. A, I heard a story of this one dude who he was he 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 found Jesus. He, uh, I think Bob Goff was telling about it. He was he led an inmate to Jesus, and this guy was loving Jesus. And he turned around and shared his testimony. And Bob Goff was like, "I've never heard an f bomb in a testimony before, but he sure dropped one. But you know, he loved Jesus. But he's like, he's a new. He, yeah. He's doing the faith. Right. He's like, he doesn't know all these different things. He's like, yep. and Bob was like, you can't say that. Like he didn't say, but you know, I've heard of I've heard of people preaching the gospel while smoking weed. Like they're like preaching the gospel, like letting up. And we all work some progress, baby. We all. <laughs> All works of progress. And you kind of laugh and you chuckle like, what are you doing? You, you can't do that. But it's like, they're babies. They don't know. They're baby Christians. Well, they're, they're, they're just sharing, they're sharing their faith. And that's just it. It's like we, and so many times we look at, you know, like we, we got kids. When right. they're learning how to walk, we don't go, you idiot. You fell against. Like, dude, you took two steps. Yeah, good job. Let's go. You took two steps. But you also don't leave them in the two steps either. Right. I don't, I don't look <laughs> at my nine-year-old and be like, yay, you picked up after dinner we after yourself. Good job. Well, it's it's like, like you're expected to do that. It's like I don't. I don't expect for him to know not to drop an F bomb showing his faith, sharing his faith. But eventually we're going to, ha- as the discipleship goes on, we're going to share that, hey, your conversation should be good among the Gentiles. Because the Bible be says uplifting. what comes be... out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Right. So we're going to start having those conversations as Christian life continues. And it's not to belittle or come down on somebody. It's, it's discipleship, it's, homie. It's, it's right. It's sh- showing and teaching how to be more like Christ. And that's like what that. it's about. So. You know, and I was thinking about that one question of what does it look like to be a Christian, to love those around us while knowing the uh, knowing that the physical is important but not ultimate. And you you shared it. And uh, I, this is not from me. This is actually from the church that Beth came from down in mm. Knoxville. In fact, last episode I was drinking out of their coffee mug, and I was going to give them a shout-out, but I did it. But I'm going to do it right now. So if you're in the Knoxville area, Whitestone Church, Dude, you'd fit in perfect, man. They raw. They love Jesus. Like it's, it's, it's that's uh, they intentionally don't have a building. They intentionally meet at the boys and girls club. Oh yeah, intentionally. My people, like they intentionally <laughs> because that's where they're called to be. They're right. like, we don't have our own church, but we're over here. We're like, no, no, we're gonna we're gonna meet in the middle where the community meets. Right. But what's really cool is they. I mean, they they're non non, but they basically Baptist. But they have a strong statement of faith that's really beautiful. But they they have this thing called the We Will statement, mm, and okay. I love this. Right? It. So it says beyond our belief statements, we have a group of values that we believe makes up the core of our church. Our We Will statement speaks to both the kind of church we have been in the past, the church we are, and the type type of church we hope to be. We invite visitors to join us on this journey, trusting that we will accomplish more together than we ever could separately. And these are the mm. We Will statements. It says. We will make much of Jesus. We will value the growth of the kingdom more than the growth of our church. This one, my favorite. We will go ourselves, not just give our money. We will acknowledge our sin, make war on it, but not be defined by it. We will swing hard and hope to hit something. <laughs> like, like, I mean, that's, 
That's 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 you in a nutshell, homie. I love it. Um, we will pray in the spirit, believing that all things are possible. We will worship at the place where we love and uh, and desperation collide. Uh, we will be privileged participants in God's stories, not just spectators. We will show up and refuse to settle for cheap imitations of community. We will join with God and others in the care for widows and orphans in their distress, which they actually have a foster trailer where if someone gets a foster placement in the church or in the community, they call them the next morning. They're showing up with that or that night. They're showing up with the trailer and take, take whatever you want. Wow. And like they're constantly being donated. And that's, I mean, Beth's a foster adopted mom of five kids. Right. Why do you think she ended up at this church? Um, it also says we will live our days. Or we, we will live our todays in light of forever. Hmm. We will be a church marked by extravagant generosity. And at the very end, it just says, we will, dot, dot, dot. So rather than this church saying, this is what we believe, this is what we value, they're like, uh-uh, not, not homie, we will. Because right. we're Christians, we're called to be kingdom-minded, doers, active participants in God's story. We will, dot, 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 one life. <laughs> that's it. And, and so that's it. You know? and we so, just tie the two together. <laughs> and that's what I was thinking about is the fact of, do our works carry on into death? They do, because we're going to be, we're, we're going to have to give an answer. Now, now was that what's going to give us into heaven? No. But what's the bigger answer that you want? Or what's the bigger question you want to try to answer? Hey, how much stuff did you get? Or, or what how, did you do? Or how many people did you go and proclaim the gospel to? And not one, because not up to us to save people. Right. But did but you said, do the diligence? I didn't say win. Right. I said proclaim. Yep. <laughs> That's like the big it. difference is about going out and being the hands. And, and maybe it's not. Maybe it's just, hey, you just go tell somebody, you know, Jesus loves you. Or maybe it's, hey, you see some a, a homeless person on the side of the road that's hungry, and you you stop and you give them you buy them a meal, or you're helping you help take a grocery cart back from a mother who's got three kids in the car and they're stressed out. You know, just doing, or, or the classic Mother Teresa quote where it's like, "You want to change the world? Go home and love your family." Right. Just just something. Just do something. Just it do doesn't something. have to be preaching the gospel. Just do something for Christ. Yeah. And this so this is cool. This is an old hymn. I don't know if you remember this hymn, "Only One Life" by C.T. Studd. Why don't you sing it for us? No, <laughs> no, you don't want me to sing it. But there's one line that's super cool, and it says, "Only one life to live will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ." will last. Mm. So there if you, you ask me, you know, the only things that will last forever are the, the word of God and the souls of men. Yeah, that's what will last eternally, but we still have to give an account for how we steward what God gave us. And our works matter. Our works, in my opinion, they matter. Does it save you? No. But do they matter? Yeah. That's my thought. Any other ones before we close it out, my dude? Because you're smiling like you got something. No. We just, I think we're saying similar things, yep. but we're not quite 100% in line, but that's all right. It's hey, all right. I still love you. I love you too, homie. <laughs> you ready to have another laugh? Well, sure, let's go. Time for Fun Facts with February. <laughs> that's the laugh. There it is. That's the laugh I was thinking about. But my dude, we're getting close to that 100 episode mark. We're so close. We're oh, so close. Man. We're, you have we're almost kicked out. Well, you have kicked out because of bonus episodes. Yeah, with at bonus least a hundred fun facts. It's getting harder and Is harder. Is it getting harder? Do you? But, but do you but got, I got one? I do, got one. You you never, dude. This is this is the highlight of my week. Right here, not, not really. <laughs> said it right not here. really. Not really. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's the highlight of the past minute. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. All right. What you got for us, my dude? To end Did this beautiful episode. You know, Mark and listeners. Armadillo shells are bulletproof. 
In fact, really? one Texas man was hospitalized when a bullet he shot at an armadillo ricocheted off the animal and hit him in the jaw. Okay, now that crap's funny. <laughs> so build yourself a bulletproof vest out of armadillo shells. You know the uh, you remember the Tesla truck that looked more like I don't know, like a big matchbox car on wheels. It was yes. supposed to be like bulletproof, oh, and then he hit the yes. window and it shattered. Oh, man, yeah. I, yeah. I'm just saying, man. Elon Musk should have gotten himself an armadillo, not just that, like <laughs> you know, military grade steel or yeah. whatever. I mean, that's what we need to do. We need to get rid of all the the steel and just. Go. Armadillo the snot out so, of it. Sorry, all you environmentalists and tree which, huggers. We're going to kill all the South armadillos. Bend, they, they have a a thing, and it's called, I think they call it the armadillo because it's bulletproof and it, they stick it in the metal of the back communities and it like it's cameras and they can see really? what's going on. I think they call it the armadillo, if I, I remember right. I didn't know they have, that. They have a few of them floating around. Fun fact with Mark. Uh huh. But I might be wrong. I might be lying. I don't know, but <laughs> it sounds like, cool. He's like, I might be lying. It sounds to really you, cool. I don't know. Awesome. Good thing Jesus forgives my sins. But either way, Jesus guys. <laughs> but seriously, guys, we want to keep the conversation going. We're curious what you guys have to think. I mean, it's cool to see so many people. From different denominations and backgrounds and cultures, having, the conversations. having these conversations and based on your background, what you were taught, what you believe, hit us up, man. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, those are the, my favorite places because other people get to interact with what you said. I love it. But shoot us an email, man. Shoot us a text. Shoot us a voicemail. Like all the things. Let's go, church. All the things because we will answer you. Sure, we will answer sure. You. Or if you make it. A public thing that other people may answer you, and that's and how the conversation. That's how the Because real, co- ooh, this might be our next swag. Is real, co- real community starts with real conversations. Ooh. That might be pretty dope. That might be really dope. Maybe we'll drop something like that for the 100th episode. Maybe. Who knows? We'll find out. We'll find out. But either way, guys, just like always, head to realtalkchristianpodcast.com. That will take you anywhere you want to go, including email, phone, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the places. Just go to, again, realtalkchristianpodcast.com. Go back to episode 14, that Halloween episode. It's all listed right there, guys. You don't even need to leave our website to listen to it. But if you're listening on Apple iTunes, make sure you subscribe. If you're on YouTube, slap that subscribe button. If you're on Spotify, I guess you can heart it. You can heart Spotify. Heart. Google, you have to follow. You just follow on Google. They're not fun. You can't heart it. You can't slap it. You can't subscribe to it. You can't add it. Whatever. But either way, guys, we love you guys. Love you guys have been here for us for a long time. It's been another hour that you gave to us, so we're beyond thankful. But any final words you want to tell the people, Fuller? Love you. Love you. <laughs> I love it. Well, hey, until next time, guys. Take it easy.